Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture come together to play a game of Would You Rather and end up fighting over whether they'd rather have hands for feet or feet for hands. Don't look at me. I don't have an opinion on that one. My name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. He is the best and being the worst. With me, as always, it's Steve-O Supremo. That would make for a very interesting rock, paper, scissors game. Mm. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all feet, feet, and feet. That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no good, no good, no good. Uh, moving around the table, she is salty, she's sweet, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. I think I would have hands for feet. Why? Then. I just feel like that would be more useful. She can come at you like what a spider monkey. Seems, would be a spider monkey. seems like it'd be uncomfortable. I feel like that would be... I mean... But, like, thumbs. have double the opposable thumbs. Yeah, but those thumbs would yeah. constantly be touching the floor. Yeah. I mean, who says I have to use those thumbs to, like, eat? Doesn't mean you have to eat. I already have two up, up top. Jackie, it was just kind of like a uh, an opening line. It wasn't really like a let's talk about this, but well, I'm serious about this. No, okay, all right. Well, I'm... this is serious, <laughs> contemplative conversation. I would want hands. <laughs> okay, all right. She's in it to win it, kids. Without... Moving around, he is often imitated. He is never duplicated, and the world at large thanks God for that. It is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. All I'm saying is, if your feet were hands, then all you would do is slap people when you kick them. But if your hands were feet, every punch would be a kick. Man, valid but point. But if your if your if your feet are hands, are you constantly doing a handstand? Yes. yes. And yeah. doesn't it sound like that would be tough on your wrists slash ankles? It would for your 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 ankles. <laughs> no support. No support. Wow, that's so weird to me. All right, taking us <laughs> taking us out of this moment. Hopefully, she is sometimes sassy, but she's always classy from the Island of Enchantment. Lovely lady, Lee Smotty. Having feet for hands sounds to me like oh, an excuse to get more shoes. So I'm <laughs> Everybody brings their unique perspective to this conundrum. Over there, he's not pushing any buttons, but he did bring a boatload of sass with him tonight. It is Nicholas W. Sadler. Hello. Nick, why are you so sassy tonight, buddy? I don't know. It's probably because I'm tired. Oh, man. Yeah, that's my excuse, yeah, Nick, Nick, you do. You get a little little sassy sometimes. There's times when I'll see Nick get tired, and you can just kind of tell. Nick has a, a a point where he's just done, Nick. It's like, I'm just done, Nick, and, and you just don't even try. Don't ask him for anything. He, he won't talk to you. There's no warmth in him. It's just like we're closed for business, folks. Life has left his soul. That's exactly right. I call those regular conversations with Nicholas. Yeah, that- he's just he is a husk of a man at that point. Hopefully you haven't reached that point yet. You got a little more, uh, a little more salt and zest in you tonight, but uh, we won't push you too, too hard. Uh, we'd love for you to join the conversation. Let us know where you'd like your hands and your feet to be. The best way that you can do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our website online. We're in the process right now, actually, of redoing our website. So it should be fantastic and spectacular and new and shiny in the near future. 
you can visit that at nerdofgodcast.com. You can also email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We would love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange musical, musical animated gifts with you. You can also, if you're looking for a place to hang out and make some friends, join our Facebook small group. That's the Nerd of God Squad. Just search Nerd of God Squad on Facebook.com and uh, send us a little application and we will let you in. We're pretty indiscriminate. Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. Live your dreams and share some memes. Uh, so how's everybody doing? Are we surviving this week? Is the week uh, bringing the best out of us or is it crushing us? My week's been pretty chill. Um, well, so you've been off work all week, so good for you, Stephen. I ha- well, I was supposed to go on a cruise this week, hashtag RIP, but um, Corona killed that. So I've, I wasn't yeah. able to actually change my work vacation time because that's what everyone's trying to do, and they said no to everybody. So I just have a free week now. Yay. So. It's okay. I'm off this week, <laughs> yeah, too. Well. Yeah. Listen, well, during your time off, if any of you would like to come down to church and help me with my copious amount of responsibilities, I would relish the extra sets of hands. Thank you, and God bless you. Uh, we're going to get into it tonight without uh, without any more delay. Uh, but before we get into the, the, the topic that we're, we're going to be chewing on, I want to recognize a very special group of people, if I can, please, and thank you. And that is our Patreon family. That's right, those that... Yeah, we salute them. They're wonderful. We do general noises of celebration from the Nerd of God Squad. Uh, Huzzah! Indeed. Our our Patreon sponsors are those super fans. They're the listeners that are partnered with us in ministry. They've gone over to patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And um, they've decided that they want to be part of the financial blessing of what we're doing here to uh, help us, to encourage us. Uh, And by doing so, they actually get some cool free stuff. They get early access to episodes. They get some exclusive content. Uh, they also uh, get some swag from our Nerd of God stash. And up, the, this upcoming week, in fact, the day that this episode will go live, our Nerd of God cast patrons are going to get to be with us on the air as we have a remote Zoom meeting game night for episode 125. So uh, if you hear this and you hear it in the morning, there's still time. Get over to Patreon.com, sign up, and you will get that invite. And you can be a part of our game night next week. So it'll be a lot of fun, and we hope that you uh, will get to join us for that. So we, we salute you, patrons. You are the greatest. Yeah. The best. Booty hoop. Salute. Indeed. Uh, in other news... We have been preparing and getting ourselves ready for a uh, big comic book convention, sci-fi convention, movie convention. It's called Megacon. Yeah. You guys love Megacon, right? Yeah. I do love Megacon. Yeah, it's a great time. We get to go out there, hang out with 100,000 of our closest friends. And uh, it's it's awesome because we get to share the gospel. We get to tell people about the podcast. But most importantly, we get to engage people uh, with, with kind of Christ culture. What? Engage people. Oh, that's not what I thought you said. What did you think I said? Well, some, you know. <laughs> you have to bleep that out, some, maybe? Some, you know, I don't watch Steven every minute. Oh. But, um, <laughs> Wait, why do you have to. Why do I. Why me? Um, yeah, so like we. We, we go out to we go out to the megacon and uh, we, we get to share the gospel uh, we're really out there to to help encourage people that are believers in that situation and in their faith to let them know that they can be a light in that world and to really change the perspective of people who aren't believers and let them know that Christians aren't jerks we're not waggling our fingers and telling people they're gonna go to hell for dressing up like an anime character or something like that we're just really out there to shine the light of Christ and we've been doing this every year how long have we been going to megacon Stephen 
um, I want to say this year would have been our third year actually going like with a booth. Uh, but we've gone in some way, I think, for the past four or five years, whether just going as attendees with shirts or even you speaking at the um, the re- religion and anime panel. So in some yeah, way, in some this aspect, would have been our fourth year. yeah, it would have been our fourth year, um, I think. Yeah. Representing. Well, the, the the sad news is that they they had postponed MegaCon because of our friend Corona. Uh, they pushed it back from the May date until was it May or April? They pushed it back until June, and then they finally last week made the announcement that they were going to be uh, scrolling it even further back until uh, October of this year. So over Halloween weekend, uh, they're going to be having MegaCon Limited Edition. Now, we haven't gotten signed up for that one yet, but I fully intend to. Uh, So to get more information about that, please connect with us on our Patreon. We're going to really depend on some people to help us. We bring promotional materials out there. We really want to set it up world class so that when people connect with us, they... uh, they're really their expectations are exceeded by anything that would be faith-based. You guys know sometimes stuff that has the name of Jesus on it can be a little on the corny side. We do our best to avoid that. Amen. 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 So we are uh, we have postponed. We had a choice to make. They basically said, "Okay, you've paid for your booth for MegaCon 2020. You can take your deposit. You can take your money, and you can shift it over to the October date." or you can go ahead and shift it over at this year's rate to MegaCon 2021. And that was a tough choice, but I went ahead and made that choice that we would be shifting it over to MegaCon 2021. So I'm excited about that. We will be at MegaCon 2021. Yes. And then I have to make the choice, are we going to go to MegaCon Limited Edition in October? What do you guys think? Is this something that we we should do, we need to do? I know I definitely want to do it because I, I want to play on Halloween. <laughs> That's just called trick or treating. Yes. For pure for pure ministry reasons, Jackie wants to be a part of it. <laughs> I mean, on top of the ministry reasons, but also to cosplay as like Aerith or something. Yeah, and, well, the nice thing is it's they're, they're limiting it. It's <laughs> normally a hundred thousand people, but because of social distancing, our our the the new national pastime, we're uh, they're limiting it to twenty five thousand people. So Jeez. there should be lots of elbow room there. And, and I actually have some really good breaking news for you guys. Are you ready to uh, to hear something that you have never heard before? I'm ready. I'm ready. Always. So are we all in favor then of doing the Megacon limited edition? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, that was my thought too. So our plan is that we will secure a booth and be there in the artist alley of Megacon limited edition this October. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, but joining us at MegaCon in October and joining us at MegaCon 2021, representing Mochi Mori Studios all the way from the Garden State, the Nerd of Godcast will be joined by the lovely Tori Line Jones. Yeah. I'm so excited. She is committed. She's committed to being with us. She's going to have her own original art there. She does some awesome stuff. Congratulations uh, to whoever it was that won last week. Someone submitted uh, an order and uh, the Nerd of God cast as a promotional expense. We did pay for that order. So whoever got a custom made Pokemon, we salute you. We hope you enjoy it and she'll sign it for you and send it your way. Uh-huh. Yeah, so good stuff. We're excited to be out there. So I guess we'll be at MegaCon this October. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't such a hard choice. There's lots of hard choices in life. I guess that was a fairly easy one. It seems uh, very much in in cue with who we are. You guys ready to make some hard choices tonight? Sure. Sure. Don't ask me what I want to eat. I know better than to ask a woman what she wants to eat. <laughs> that one never, never comes I'm going to open up a restaurant right, called so, I Don't Know, just so that way they'll finally know where they're going to eat. 
Yeah, well, yeah, so where do you want to go to eat? I don't know. All right. Drive through or carry out? You know, what do you want? Um, all right, so we're going to play a game called Pick Your Poison. Ooh. Are you guys ready? I don't know. I guess. All right, so this is what's going to happen. What I'm going to do is I am going to uh, ask each of you guys a question. You're going to have to choose between two things. Which of these things would you choose if you had to choose? So let's just having hands for feet or feet for hands. Correct. So let's just say I'll ask Lise Mati. Lise Mati, would you like option A or B? Which one would you choose if you had to choose? Now, while Lise Mati is uh, is answering the question. Everybody else is going to uh, secretly on the side text me with your answer to the question. And we will see if Lismati answered the question according to how everyone else predicted hmm. she would. So, Interesting. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, wait, so we're wait, gonna... wait. So I can't answer until they send you their answers because they're trying to guess what I answer. Correct. So we're going we're gonna to see if they can guess what you answer. So we're going to do this quickly and secretly. Here we go. All right, Lismati, think about this. Everybody else have your phones at the ready. Lismati, would you rather uh, pick your poison here? Which would you rather have happen? Would you rather be locked in an insane asylum until you could prove your sanity, A, or B, have a full-size elephant trunk in place of your nose? Lismati, would you rather A, be locked in an insane asylum until you can prove your sanity, or B, have a full-size elephant trunk in place of your nose. Did you say until I can improve my sanity? So you can prove. So you are locked up in a rubber room with a straitjacket on in a creepy, dirty, insane asylum until you can prove that you don't belong there. Or you can have an elephant trunk. What is your answer? Do you have everyone's answers? I do. That's why I asked you what your answer was. Oh, I don't know. I do. Uh... I think the very clear choice here is to be in a sane asylum to prove my sanity. Uh, I am not insane, so I do not believe it would take me long. Okay, well, you never know. I mean, I don't know. That seems like a pretty nightmare situation to me, but uh, getting a point okay, for your answer. You, rather, you as a sane person, your one goal in the insane asylum is to prove that you're sane versus living your entire life with an elephant trunk. Yeah, but you can make buku bucks if you had an elephant trunk instead of a nose. Oh, look, there's an elephant girl. Same. Like. You're going to make some money. I am not an animal. I am a human being. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, getting points from that, Nicholas Sadler and Captain Jack, Steve-O and Neff. Sorry, you uh, you trunked wrong. Uh, all right. Next question goes to Neff. Neff, are you ready? Hey. Yes, always. All right. Quentin Neff. Everybody else with the text messages ready? Neff, would you rather A... Pick your poison here. Would you rather have a portable toilet fall over while you're using it? Ooh. Or would you rather have a little bit of water permanently trapped in your ear? Um, don't answer no yet, Neff. Yeah, so Neff, Neff is thinking about that. We have, uh, we have the answers being texted in right now. I haven't got them all yet. But would you rather A, be in a portable toilet and have it fall over while you're using it? Oh, I can't even say it without cracking up. Or B, have a little bit of water permanently trapped in your ear. All right, well. Pick your poison. Um, cheesy Pete. Uh, I guess I would choose the porta potty because it's it, it because it's just a one time thing. If it if it was like every porta potty I go to, <laughs> how, many like, potties, how many porta potties do you go to? <laughs> I mean, I don't go very often. They're not very spacious, so. <laughs> All um, right. 
Lise Marie, Jackie, and Steven agree with you. Nick thought it was better to have the water in your ear. Nick, I don't know that I disagree with you on that one. So, uh, yeah, but uh, no point for Nick, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, we will move on. Nicholas, you're up. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Nick, would you rather... <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is horrible. Would you rather... <laughs> They're it's both horrible. So bad. It's horrible. Horrible. Okay. And I don't know why they're they're both from the same family here, but this is just the luck of the draw for you, Nicholas. Would you uh, pick your poison here? Would you rather never be able to wipe your butt completely clean? Oh. Or that's A. Or B, you'd have to use sandpaper as toilet paper. Oh, oh no. Do you get the oh my God. I, don't think, I don't think any grit. I, I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> oh Goes in home teeth, though. Excuse me, sir. Really... Which one of these would be better on my bottom? <laughs> Which what is the finest grain? I need the grain that's rectum approved. Uh, all right, our answers are in. Nick Sadler, what do you say? <laughs> Pick your poison. I think I might have to go with A, because I can always take a shower afterwards. <laughs> never be able to wipe your Every butt completely time. clean. I was like, he has to take a shower, or, okay, uh, saying never clean, never clean, never clean. Everyone but Jackie. Jackie went with the true grit. It doesn't sound like, uh, I mean, I don't know. That's Those are both pretty, pretty awful. Uh, all right, picking her poison here. Jackie, you are up now. Are you ready? Okay, Jackie. Yes. Oh gosh! The, oh my goodness! I just another rough one. <laughs> not as not as rough as Nick's sandpaper. Oh no 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 no! Okay, Jackie, here we go. Pick your poison. Jackie, would you rather have your thoughts broadcast on your forehead? Bump that. Or drink the liquid that forms at the bottom of a smelly garbage can. Oh. Oh, oh, God. Oh, no. Pick your poison. Oh, All right, we got text coming in. A, have your thoughts broadcast on your forehead, or B, drink the liquid that forms in the bottom of a smelly garbage can. We have two texts. We're waiting for two more. For goodness sake, you can always Both of be those a, can, can leave you in the hospital. You could always be a leper. You don't have... You don't, you don't have... A social leper. <laughs> Jack, you can said, always wear a bandana. Jackie said, I am going to grow out my bangs and... <laughs> All right, still waiting for one more text, and here we go. All right, Jackie, A, your thoughts broadcast on your forehead, or B, drink the water, the liquid from the bottom of a garbage can. Pick your poison. See, I was going to not choose A until you said B, and I have taken out many trash in my time. I would much rather have my thoughts broadcasted on my forehead. Really? Oh, my goodness. So that gives Nick, Neff, and Steven a point. Least Mati said garbage can. Why, Lise Mati? Why do you feel like that would be the better option? Just because as horrible as I do believe it would be horrible as that would be, it's like a one-time traumatic instance of suffering, whereas, like, there's gonna, like, you don't want to walk around for the rest of your life having people be able to see your every thought all the time. Yeah, but what At least just, like, for the potty, it happens once, you go to therapy, and you're done. <laughs> Not if she gets, like, a, a disease from it. I understand your reasoning, Lee Smarty. I almost went with B. Like, I thought about it, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, I would I would probably die. Again, Jackie can just wear a bandana. I would die. 
Yeah, well, I, mean, I remember that. I did it through most of high school. That's a tough one, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just glad you had to choose and not me. Yeah. All right, Stephen, you. Uh, oh no, who's up? Stephen. Stephen, you are it's up. Me. Are Hi. you ready? No. Okay, perfect. That's, <laughs> That's exactly how I like it. Stephen. Yes. Speaking your poison here. A text messages ready here. Would you rather always have your breath smell like tuna and onions? Or would you rather be work out every day for two hours and never see any results? Oh. Listeners at home, how would you answer this awful, awful, awful thing? Steven. Yes. Which would you rather do? Pick your poison. Oh, uh, without a doubt, uh, work out every day for two hours with no results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so why? Because, number one, I don't like having smelly breath. It's something that I, I, I hate, 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 hate. Halitosis is something I don't like. Uh, but if even if I'm working out every day for two hours and you're not seeing any results, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be healthy. So I, I would still be happy. I would just be sad all the time. Okay. If you work out for two and a half hours, you'll get 30 minutes of results. All right. Well, 100% of our group said work out. So a point for everyone. Good Yay. job, everybody. So you guys all moved into the winner's circle. And that has been Pick Your Poison. We have one more round, and this one is for you, our listeners. Are you ready? If you can pick your poison out there in the Nerd of God Squad, would you rather be required to start a conversation with a stranger every time you use a public restroom or develop a severe allergic reaction to every person after you've known them longer than a year? Let us know what your answer would be on the Nerd of God Squad page on Facebook. What was the first option again? Be required to start a conversation with a stranger every time you use a public restroom. That's. I mean, if you're from the South, that's kind of what you do anyway. Hey, how's it hanging there? Doing all right? <laughs> it sounds like there'll be legal problems. Got to take a wee? Me too. I love this truck stop. You know, I don't know. Oh, that's my about goodness. right. Yeah, that's about right. So, all right, well, let us know what you would choose. Uh, we're, we're talking about choices tonight. Uh, that's kind of the, the gist of what we're doing here. In fact, Stephen, I thought that you weren't even going to be with us this evening. I wasn't supposed to. Why not? Because I had plans. What were your plans, Stephen? Let us know. Uh, what, was, during what, this time, what was so important that you, all, that you decided you didn't, that you almost wanted to miss podcast tonight? It wasn't that I almost wanted to miss. You asked everybody, hey, does Thursday work for you? And I, being the first response, said, Thursday does not work for me. But everybody else said, hey, forget that. We're going to do it Thursday. And that's what happened. So, but you're here. Thursday doesn't work for you, and yet you're here now. What what changed? What changed was me and my fiance, who had plans, had a conversation. And she said that uh, it would be okay if I recorded tonight. So we just adjusted our plans. So you you adjusted your plan. Where is your fiance now? She is sitting on the floor behind me doing some wedding preparation stuff. Ah, wedding preparation stuff. So you had to make a choice tonight on whether or not to spend the time that you had previously set aside with your fiance or to spend the time with us because what was your reason? I mean, there was no reason. It was her. To, she she's the one that told me to do it. What was her reason, Stephen? She didn't want me to. She didn't want me to miss an episode. Yeah. She said, "I don't Steven, want to be." You had to make. 
You had to make a choice. I made a choice, and she reversed my choice. I said, well, we have plans. And she played the reverse card on me. Where's Brittany? Do you want to talk to her? Put put her on. Brittany? (laughs) You've been been summoned for a question and an answer. Brittany Harper, how are you this evening? Welcome to the Nerdy Godcast. Hi, Tony. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm fantastic. Uh, hey, I have a quick question. Why is your fiancé here when he previously set aside time to, to be with you this evening? Because I told him not to miss a podcast. Mm-hmm. So he had to make a choice, mm-hmm. and his choice was between you and us. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't want to miss an episode. Yeah, but I told him that I didn't want to be the reason that he missed an episode, so... I told him to cancel so, our plans and be part of the podcast. You are you are nothing if not a, a benevolent fiance. <laughs> Thanks. So, if he was not with us, what would he be doing with you right now? Um, I don't know. We had a lot of wedding stuff today, so we we were going to do a lot of wedding planning tonight. I was trying to get a lot of stuff knocked out. I'm starting to have a little bit of anxiety that we're only five months away, so I'm trying to get stuff yeah, it's done. Yeah, coming quick. <laughs> Now, we're talking about choices on the podcast tonight, so you've got a lot of choices that you have to make. I mean, everything mm-hmm. from China patterns to venues to DJs to photographers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, can you use Steven's help with that this evening? Yes. My mouse is, cur- uh, is, is currently resting upon a button that says kick. <laughs> I'm about to kick your fiance from this show. He can now check off his list of things that he has been on this show and he can go off and be with you. The, in, it, life does not often give us the opportunity to have an, an and instead of an or. So I want you to pat Steven on the top of his head and tell him goodnight from all of us. Good night from all of us. Yep, and goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, we can now move forward in a Steven-free environment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, he, he had to make a choice, and he did not want to miss the episode. She did not want to be the reason why he missed the episode. Uh, so I made a choice for him, and that was he got to come in, check in, play a game, and now he's on his way. We love Steven, but he did set this time aside for uh, a night with him and Brittany, and let's let him have that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good deal. Well, let's let's get into our talk tonight a little bit. Least money, we're talking choices, and choices mm-hmm. are the thing that you are trademarked for on this show. You literally close every single one of our episodes by telling us... Make good choices. What? Why? Why is that important to you? All the things that you could close out a show with. Why do you feel like that's something that you have identified yourself with? I don't know. It's just a reminder. I feel like it kind of started like in high school. Like I would always like at the end of hanging out with my friends. Like if I would say bye to them, just kind of as a joke because I I was I've always been like the mom of the group. <laughs> I'm always the one that's like, hey guys, it's seven thirty. I need to go be alone now, and you know. And so, but they everybody else has always been more rambunctious and outgoing than I am, and always you know had a lot more active like lives in that sense. So it was always just kind of a joke of like you know be safe, don't talk to strangers, don't do drugs, make your choices. And it, it was just a thing I said all the time. And I you know and then I started working with kids, and that became a big thing because I my biggest biggest thing when I work with children is kindness, like. There's not room for any negativity, only kindness. And so when you're talking to like little kids about, you know, kind choices and 
you know, bad choices versus good choices. That, that's just an easy way to tell them. Like, remember, guys, we're going to make good choices today. What do good choices look like? You're nice to each other. You're respectful of each other. You don't have to like each other, but you have to love each other. That's a good choice. Oh, my goodness. So, Literally the hardest part about being a Christian, right? <laughs> and so it's just something that's like part of what I do is I have to teach, you know, children and people like this. I've always been in that position of like, I you need to know that it's important to make good choices in whatever you're doing. And also by extent, like reminding myself, like, hey, you should you practice what you preach. If you're telling everyone all the time, make good choices, you should be making good choices. We have choices that we make every day. I, I was reading an article today. How many choices do you think a person makes? Uh, big choices, small choices, micro choices. How many choices do you think a person makes in one waking day? Let's just assume it's a 16 hour waking day. Take a quick Great. guess. What, what do you think, Nick? 3,000. Okay, Neff? Uh, 3,500. 3,500? 35. Just 35. Just 35 choices. Okay, Elise Mati, how many choices do you think a person makes in a day? 500. Jackie? I would say like at least 1,000. Now, this is crazy, but some sources are suggesting that the average person makes an eye-popping 35,000 choices every day. That's, that's what I meant. That's crazy. <laughs> you're talking, I mean, that's, you're talking uh, uh, about 2,000 decisions an hour, a decision every two seconds. And, and you know, these are, again, micro decisions. Do I scratch my, my nose with my left hand or with my right hand or, or, or things like that? But we're constantly making decisions, whether we're aware of it or not. Now, we're not here to talk about, I just, I, did anybody else just have to scratch their nose when I said that? Because I think I psyched myself yes. into doing it. Uh, we're not talking about those kind of like insignificant decisions, but sometimes we have choices that we have to make that are like the real like nail biters, the real, if I do this, my story will go down this branching path. And if I do this, it's going to be completely different. Do you have any of those kind of uh, crossroads in your life that you can look back and say, I had to make a choice here. And if I would have chosen differently, everything would have changed. At least Monty. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you left the Island of Enchantment to come to the mainland? 17. How would your life be different right now if that never happened? If we went back to that moment where your family said, we're moving to Florida, and you changed that moment, we're not moving. We're going to stay here in Arecibo. What, what, <laughs> what, would, what would be different about your life? Who would you be now? Literally everything. <laughs> like, it's funny because earlier today, I was like looking at my memories on Facebook. And I have a memory from nine years ago. And nine years ago, I was... So over there, like middle school, I guess some places do it like that here. But middle school is through ninth grade. So seventh, eighth, and ninth is middle school. And you graduate ninth grade and then go into high school. So nine years ago, I was graduating middle school. I was graduating ninth grade. And I kind of joked about this in, the, I think, my last podcast, how like graduating classes are a very big deal in Puerto Rico. You graduate oh, yeah. like 20 times in your you like, life and you do like a bunch of crap and it's ridiculous. You pick like your class name, your class shirt, your class logo, your like everything. And um, so our, this is going to sound really weird. Our class name was Oneirux. What does that yeah. mean? I have no idea. Like, it had some kind of meaning. I, I'm sure they all do, but I really don't remember. But it was Oneirux, and our class logo was... Um, what's this character from Invader Zim? Um, oh, uh, uh, oh um, Gur. 
Gur. Okay, yeah. So Gur was like our logo. It was really weird. But I was it was nine years ago was like I guess our last day of school for ninth grade. And I had posted this thing and it was so weird because it was in Spanish. And I can't even like remember a time where I like only posted in Spanish. That's so weird to me. But it was in Spanish and I was I was just talking about and also a time where I was dislike loving to anyone. It was ridiculous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad it's over. I'm gonna miss you all so much. I'm like, oh please what do you mean? So <laughs> it was just but it was me like reminiscing on on how sad I was that it was over, even though middle school was terrible, and how much I was gonna miss like being in that class and that group. And it just shook me that that was nine years ago like that's not even a full decade and my life is completely i mean i am nowhere i don't live in the neighborhood as the person i was when i posted that you know i was a kid and i was just so lost in in my identity and who i was and what i wanted to do and who i wanted to be I, my faith was nowhere near where it was now. I lived in fear. Like, I, I, the person I was was so different. And I know, I know, I know that my life, a big part of the progression in my life and the person I am now is because we moved and the experiences I had transitioning over here and, and coming to Sanctuary Church. And it really defined who I became and who I am now. So it really is crazy to think about, like, just every every choice that I made from that day nine years ago until now and how it's all like connected and brought me to where I am like right now it's mind-blowing wow yeah and it's crazy if you think hey I'm gonna go back to this moment where everything changed I, I picture like a railroad you know when they pull that lever and the track just shifts and you go left instead of going right making those choices and having those moments in your life where everything changes if you didn't make that choice, if you didn't make that switch and you would have just kept going on, you would have been in the next level of whatever you once were. So if you were in a place where you were living by fear, I mean, imagine what nine years of that would do to a person. Imagine uh, how far down the road and what it would cost you if you would continued to, to be that and not, not have the choices that you have now. So it's really interesting. Yeah, like I think about our lives. I can look back and say, well, I could have done this. I should have done that. Uh, instead of... Uh, working where I work now. I started working at my church when I was 17 years old. Um, and that was a long time ago. Uh, but I was supposed to not do that. I was supposed to go to Tennessee and go to college. And sometimes I think, what would my life be like now if I had made the choice to go ahead and go to Tennessee and go to school and not start working in the church that I'm at now? Because I've been working here really for, for 25 years and what would uh, maybe would have never worked here maybe would have never come back to orlando if if one choice had been made differently and if that would have been the case i would never know any of you guys yeah. the darkest timeline no <laughs> the darkest timeline exactly <laughs> you know and i think about the moments in our lives that are sort of those those hub moments those changing moments um Think about this in, in fiction. Think about the, the, the moments the, when I was kind of considering this this talk today. Do you guys remember the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire? Yes. Yes. Indeed. There's a scene in there where the Green Goblin is up on the, the Brooklyn Bridge and he's holding uh, one of the, the, the cars. One of the, one of the, they're not trolleys. Yeah. What are they? The... Um, uh, the uh, cable car, like a cable car. Thank you. He's holding the cable car in one hand, and in the other hand, he's dangling Mary Jane over top of the bridge. 
and he says, This is why only fools are heroes. Because you never know when some lunatic will come along with a sadistic choice. Let die the woman you love, or suffer the little children. Make your choice, Spider-Man. He drops them both, and Spider-Man has to make a choice. Does he save Mary Jane? Does he save all the little Boy Scouts on the cable car, you know? Save both. Both. Well, because he's Spider-Man, he does, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, always, it always works out of the movies. Uh, but there's sometimes when it doesn't. Sometimes our, our choices have real consequences. Can yeah. you think of a time when you've ever made the, the wrong choice? So many. <laughs> Any you feel comfortable uh, or that we can put on a, a podcast that's family friendly? I don't think so, <laughs> but I, I do feel like I've I've had my fair share of of that's not that was not your crowning moment, Lee Smotty. Uh, yeah, so. I, I, I think we can all agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, there's um, yeah, you guys play video games. Uh, there's these this game company called Telltale Games, and they do these interactive mm-hmm. stories. Have you guys ever played any of these? Yeah. There's. No. No, like you a have picture, it? like choose your own adventure type thing. Yeah, very much so. It's choose your own adventure, like, like those those books, um, you know, from our childhood, where you you know, do you want to climb up the ladder or do you want to go down the well? You know, I've done that with the Bear Grylls thing that they have on Netflix. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So so in these Telltale games, you have to make choices, and sometimes the choices are insignificant. Like, do you want to say this or do you want to say this? Uh, and sometimes the choices are very significant. You'll do something, and you'll see that little thing pop up the message will say oh someone will remember that or everyone like that or nobody like that whatever and you've got to make choices and they they will sometimes change the entire dynamic of the story hey a zombie is coming through the fence in the telltale walking dead game do i save this guy's son or do i save this guy's son and you can only save one and based on your choice the game will move forward with either one character or the other character and there's a real consequence to it it's crazy i love that kind of stuff uh, in, in video games, I hate that kind of stuff in real life. I'm not the zombie yeah. thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we have to make we have to make decisions on on our walk with Christ. We have to make decisions on our relationship with others, and and there there really there are some consequences to it. Jackie, you mentioned uh, Bear Grylls thing. Um, I just saw on Netflix they have. Uh, are you guys familiar with the show The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, I ju- I was literally thinking about that the entire time we were talking. So what were you thinking about? That their um, finale is going to be like a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, yeah, and it just what? came out. So yeah, so you can actually watch it and make the decisions for the characters, and the story will branch one way or the other based on the decisions you make. That's so cool. Netflix is so cool like that. So it starts out, and I don't want to, if, you, if you're waiting to see the finale or you've missed a season of, of Kimmy Schmidt, um, I watched the first few minutes of it, and she's trying on a wedding dress. And she has to choose, do I want the fancy dress or do I want the fun dress? And you can choose one way or the other for her, and the story will continue with her either purchasing this dress or that dress, and the characters will react accordingly. And then her friend Titus Andromedon is told he has to go to the gym, and he can say, okay, you can choose for him. Yes, I'll go to the gym, or no, I'll lie, and then go take a nap. And so you have (laughs) different choices that you have to make. How many of us have ever had the choice of, do I go to the gym or do I take a nap? And we have made that choice and had to live with it. <laughs> Always <day>. choose nap. <laughs> and, and that's it. Every meal that we eat is, is, is a choice. 
every day when we choose to sleep in and not wake up and have quiet time with Jesus is a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boy, how many times do we get that wrong? Yeah. More often than I'd like to admit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So what do we do when we have choices in our life? If it's career choices, if it's relationship choices, if it's the, the choices for our personal well-being or, or where our story is going to take us, how do we as believers handle that without going into the absolute like freakout mode? It's not choose your own adventure book. You can't leave your thumb in the page mm-hmm. and then like go to the one and go, oh, didn't like that ending. Let me go back to the other one. In, in, in life, you have to take that step. How do you do that as a believer with some level of confidence? I mean, for me, like I, I, I tend to try and approach things logically initially, just to kind of like I do, I do my Jim Halpert, I make my pros and cons list, um, <laughs> and I try to like kind of see, and then I compare the pros and cons list to like what God says in the Bible, okay. um, especially when it comes to like big life decisions, like for for the career decision that I made for where I'm at now, going from Walgreens to Disney, like. I had to look at myself. I'm like, is this making me like a better believer because I'm becoming more angry at this job? So even if it wasn't about the money and it wasn't about the customers, like as a Christian, I shouldn't have this much like irritation towards the people that God loves. Neff, Neff, what do you do when you have to make a tough choice in your life as a Christian, as a believer? How do you apply your faith to the valley of decision? Well, I mean, the obvious answer is, you know, if it's a big enough decision and you have enough time, you know, pray on it and then talk to God about it. But well, let me let me call you out on that. Let's be semantic about it before, real quick. Is, is there a decision that's too big to pray on, or is there a decision that's too small to pray on? Like, oh, this one's not a really big one. Let me not pray on that. Well, I mean, if it's like obvious things that you know are, are the right thing to do, like if you had to choose, like all of a sudden, like, do I save this kid from getting hit by a car, or do I? Just... <laughs> Lord, what is Thy will? <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that is like, like split decisions. Like, do I buy this cheese, or do I buy that cheese? Those type of things are like, you know, these certain things that you can like. I think, I think God trusts you to make the right decision there. Are you? Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that you wouldn't want to know what cheese Jesus eats? But it's the Lord's cheese. Probably yes. goat cheese. Why wow. goat cheese? Ugh. That makes wow. sense. Goat no. cheese is good. Don't do don't. They, ugh. Do they have cows? Is it? It's yes. That the cattle on a thousand hills belong to him, uh, yeah. and all of their cheeses too. Well, I don't know. That could have been. When you say the Lord's name, it sounds like cheeses. <laughs> uh, pretty sure I get to go to hell for that one, and I don't have to wait in line. <laughs> okay. Well, so what? What then? Now, if you're talking about the, the, the significant moments in your life when you have to make, you have to take it to the Lord in prayer. What What does that look like for a believer? Lord, do I do this or do I do that? Have you ever done the thing of like you wad up a piece of paper and you're like, Lord, if I make it in the, the basket? <laughs> have you ever had to have Try those? Not to. <laughs> you know, like, so, what is the 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 old trick? Like they say, okay, hey, I've got to choose between A and B, and I'm going to flip a coin. And the coin toss is not to decide what I want to do, but the coin toss is to decide if it lands on the side I didn't want, I'll know it because I'll immediately regret where the coin landed. You know, sometimes we cast lots and sometimes we kind of ask God to to join us in our, you know, heads or tails, eeny, meeny, miny, mo decisions. But what does it look like to really say, God, you make the call and I will follow you? Hmm. Well, you know, honestly, 
and if I can apply it in my life, um, I know that uh, like since high school, uh, when I've actually like gone to church more often, you know, on a steady on a steady basis, gotten deeper into my faith, and like re- I've read the whole Bible. It's not a brag; it's just I had to do it, <laughs> and I did it, and it was awesome. But I feel like the more even lamentations, especially lamentations is rough. Especially lamentations. <laughs> But uh, but uh, reading through the Bible and really learning about God, learning about what he wants for us and what's from us, it really helps in the decision-making process. Um, I know now when I make any decision that I, I go for the choice that I know I won't feel guilty about, that I don't feel unsure about. Um, and I yeah. think that, that I don't want to say I built a conscience, but like a stronger conscience and a more conscious um, decision um, can be can be made because of that because uh, I, I I can know which one would be a, a good outcome and which one would be a um, you know not that's like a choice between right and wrong like I, I know I get that and I respect that I like the way that you worded that and I think it, it creates a bigger picture of not having to constantly go to God and say God what is thy will God what should I do God please help me out on this. But we say, God, I know you, and God, I know your heart. And because I know who you are, it helps my decision-making process be a lot easier. Lise Mati, mm-hmm. one day, Lise Mati came to my office, and she brought me something. And it ministered to me in a way that none of you could ever possibly understand. Lise Mati, you probably don't even remember this, but I remember it crystal clear. It was an afternoon in the long hours of the midday. The day was wearing on me. I was feeling tired and just a little grumpy. And Lismati came to my office with a large soft drink from Wawa. Do you remember this? <laughs> I think so. Okay, this was a long time ago. So what? if you remember it, then you're you're awesome. Double gold stars. And Lismati, do you remember what you brought me from Wawa? What soft drink from the fountain you brought me? Wasn't it like half vanilla half cherry vanilla with like a splash of orange and lime or something weird like that it was half vanilla half cherry half vanilla coke half cherry coke with a splash of orange yes okay and 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 the fact that you didn't call me and say hey what do you want from wawa you showed up with what i wanted from wawa to me made me feel so honored in such a stupid way of just like you knew my really odd weird and specific desire and because of that you knew exactly what without having to ask you knew exactly what i would want and not only did you know that i would what i would want you knew when i would want it you brought it to me and i was just i felt super super honored that day um and and, you know i i I tease lee smutty but the same thing can be said one day jackie brought me a root beer in the (laughs) afternoon and it was just you know like all of you have brought me sodas at various times and i bless you for it <laughs> but we know what you like indeed but, but in those moments you know when we have to make choices that's a great question is what does god like you know what does god what, what would god's preference be in this what would jesus and do? some of the decisions what would jesus do some of our decisions became really easy because they say well should i be generous well yes you should be generous you don't need to pray about that the default condition for believers is generosity should i be kind yes you should be kind should i be you know uh, patient of course you should be patient when you trust in the lord like proverbs says in proverbs 3 5 and 6 when you trust in the lord with all your heart when you don't lean on your own understanding of well, Lord, I don't want to forgive them because they're they're, they're hurtful to me and they've done the they've done me wrong. But you don't lean on that understanding. You acknowledge Him. 
and say, well, yeah, all y'all did me wrong when y'all put me on the cross, but I still loved you anyway. You know, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we go, well, okay, God, I guess I'm not going to lean to my own understanding. I'm going to acknowledge you in all my ways so that you can direct my path. You know, and there's no nothing wrong with having to ask God too. You know, there's some things that we know without asking, and then there's some things that we have to say, God, I, I got my hand up here. What's the right move? You know, if any of you lacks wisdom, the Bible says in James, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it'll be given to him. And, you know, not only asking God, not only knowing God, not only asking God, but also having good godly people around you to give you advice. I'm not talking like Job's comforters or anything like that. I'm talking good people who want to see you make good choices, who want to see God honored in your life, and who know how to honor God in their lives. You know, how many times have, have we kind of come to each other in seasons and said, I don't really know what to do. Help me out. Help me talk this thing out. Help me pray about this. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to be there for each other. It's so important. Who, who's your go-to person when, when you have something weighing on your heart that you just you need to talk it out and you need someone to give you good, godly counsel on something in your life? Who's the person that you talk to? Uh, my best friend, Blake. Yeah, he's 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 just really solid. Who do you talk to, Nick? Well, mostly Jessica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jackie, who's your go-to? I mean, I've got like a couple different ones because it really just depends on like the situation. But like Jessica was my youth leader before, like we obviously became friends and stuff. So I go to her a lot, and then also you, Tony. But like you're here right now, so yeah, don't talk about me. You wouldn't want me to talk a lot about. I'm invisible. Yeah. Yeah, you're invisible, but you are also one of them. But it's like you and Jessica are like big ones that I've I've gone to about that, and it kind of varies between people. Like God has this way of putting the right people in your path at the right time yeah no so doubt it's not exclusively like you and jessica but there are other people who like you know i know this is coming from god yeah least Marty, who's your go-to um i mean like you aside obviously because we're trying to not just name you but you're obviously like the person that i go to the most yeah no no other real um, people don't mean. but <laughs> This, I mean, it sounds horrible and kind of fake, and I, I know it's like, oh, this is Lisa Marie's gimmick. She's so close, but I, I really, I'm not very good at like communicating, like need for guidance. If that makes sense, yeah. like I'm not, I, I don't often take my stress and trouble to like someone for counsel, which I think is something that God would want me to work on. Yeah, because I think that, especially like recently i've i've learned that i i some you know i i tend to just i either like shut down like i just let it like drown me and then become like bitter about it and just okay i'm i'm in a limbo right now of just don't know so i'm just gonna leave it there hanging or you know i i feel like desperate i feel like god wants me to learn how to to seek not just seek him but then allow him to like open doors to people that would be of good guidance to me and then helping me like learn how to open up to that um like my i don't know my dad i guess is someone that i'll talk to sometimes but i don't really have anyone that i go to Uh well you know we're always here for you but i just want to encourage you the bible says in in proverbs where there's no guidance uh, people falls but in an abundance of counselors there's safety so 
if you need somebody, you know, we're, we're all here for you and there's no judgment. We love you. And, and, and it's okay to feel like, Hey, I just, I'm trusting in the Lord on this one. Cause God is always there for you. There's no question. Mm-hmm. God is your first go-to. Uh, and, and he is active and involved in leading. It's not like some God just uses people remote control and says, you know, I'm out. Just trust to the people that are around you. No, man, God is still here for you. And he's there. So that that's valid too. But uh, we are here for you and don't, and, and you don't have to face it by yourself. We're, we're there. And I think a lot of people do that. And that's why a lot of people get a little overwhelmed sometimes. And, and that shouldn't be not for the people of God, yeah. not for the people of God. You know, we make significant choices every day and it's not whether or not we're going to scratch our nose and it's not, you know, how we're going to brush our teeth in the morning. It's not if we're going to, you know, uh, wash our face first or wash our hair first in the shower, you know, the the insignificant things. But how will we treat people? How will we love people? How will we lead the life that God has given us, the one gift that God has given us first? How are we going to handle that and manage that? You know, that's, that's the choice that we have to make. And when we make the good choices, it would be awesome if the little thought bubble appeared above our heads and said, everyone liked that, you know, like, and that would be great. And it'd be easy and you could see, but we won't know until the end what choices we made and if they were the best ones. So it becomes more important than ever that while we're in the middle of it, you know, we're trusting in God and making the choices that we have count because we only got one crack at this thing. Amen. 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 Um, well, that is about all the time that we have for tonight. We're going to be wrapping this thing up. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for being with us. Uh, we, we really do hope that you will connect with us beyond this. Keep this conversation going. If we can be an encouragement to you, please let us know. We'd love to connect with you and pray with you and, and just share the love of God with you. We're here to let you know that Jesus loves you. And no matter where you are in your life, the best choice, the best choice you can ever, ever, ever make is to put your life in the hands of the God who made you and who loves you and who has a great destiny for you. All of us are imperfect. God is perfect. But because our imperfections keep us separated from God, God in his love sent his son Jesus to to come down to this world and be like us so that he could take our punishment. He could die on the cross in our place. So all of the things that we've ever done wrong, uh, will no longer be held against us. They That we can come through Jesus and make our way uh, back to God. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, saved from separation from God, saved from sin and saved from hurt and the all of the things that come along with it. So make that choice today and you will have made the best choice that you can possibly make. Amen. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys next time when we have our very special all play episode with our Patreon sponsors. And um, yeah. And uh, again, follow us across all the social medias, connect with us and let us know the choices that God is leading you into tonight for the nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo. Steven. (laughs) He's made his choice. He made his choice. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Uh, Quentin Gregory Neff. You have chosen wisely. (laughs) Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And lovely lady Elise Marie, close us out. Make good choices. Till next time, we ain't got to go home, but we can't save here. We're going to get it. We're going to get it one day. Yeah, when we get back together in person. Yeah.
Oh, that's I cool. Have to actually make an effort to like look halfway decent. Yeah, so you know, from the top half. do your her and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't actually have to put pants on or anything, but uh, do your best to, to look okay, look good, and um, we'll have a I little. Can leave my polo on. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Which Nick, one? Nick is sassy tonight, <laughs> you guys. Nick moves a couple yeah, lights, get that adrenaline say, moving. Nick, you're all personality today. Welcome to the podcast. I love Sassy Nick. Can we know oh, okay. him this week as Nicholas W. Sassler? Yeah, let's definitely do that. Sassler. Let's never do that. <laughs> the Sassler. <laughs> Nickel Sass. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Steven. I like Sassler. I do like Sassler. Yeah. 